0: Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35-bag umbrella and all that damn thing there, keep it locked with this Tsunomics Podcast. Hello and welcome back to episode 90 of the Tsunomics Podcast. Last week, we were discussing the economics of sneakers with my guy Greg, make sure you check the episode out, very insightful for those who be buying trainers or light trainers. But this week on episode 90, I should be able to tell by the title and a very, very Christmassy jingle from Gucci Mane Le Flair. We are talking holiday spending in within our families and our own individual lives. So that's what we're talking about this week. Holiday spending is a quite big part of our lives, unfortunately. And I thought oh, it would be quite a good time to have a look at this. So we just come off a Christmas period and we got Valentine's Day fast approaching. So that's what the gist will be about this week. But yeah, as I said before, please make sure you've checked out the previous week episode, episode 89, E-Commerce of Sneakers with Greg. And also episode 88 with Mariam on personal development. I think it's a very, very good episode, especially for... Um, us, New Year's, New Me merchants, so make sure you check those podcasts out. But yes, episode 90. Hi I, it's MXM and I listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's lit. Hello, welcome back to episode 90 of the Dysonomics podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing holiday spending, but not like holiday holiday. So when you're going abroad or maybe to Cornwall and them, them places there. If you want a podcast on that, I've already done one with the lovely Roberta. Um, so check out episode 73, I believe, The Economics of Travelling. And she's also got a fantastic blog. So if you go to her Instagram, her Instagram is Lank, So check that out. Also, anything you like, any interesting comments you'd like to make, it could be something I've missed, um, something you found funny, stupid, dumb, insightful, or just a general comment um, or paragraph, whatever, on this week's episode or any previous week's, make sure you tweet. Tweet about it, and use the hashtag, Disonomics. Anyway, to the po- oh, apologies for my voice. If I sound a bit under the weather, that's because I am. I don't know what type of immune system that I've got going on, but it's not really doing the distinct for me right now. Um, so we are talking holiday spending. So there's obviously you got Christmas is a we know why Christmas. Well, I hope you should know why Christmas exists due to the birth of Jesus Christ several thousand years ago, two thousand odd to be precise. Well. There's a lot of debate on that. And then you also got Hallmark Holidays, which are described as holidays that are perceived to exist primarily for commercial purposes, rather than to commemorate a traditional or historical significant event. So unlike, his, unlike Christmas, which was linked to the birth of Jesus Christ, you've got Valentine's Day, you've got, which we'll, we'll discuss Valentine's Day, Mother's Day and Father's Day. You've also got other types of days that I'm not even bothered to discuss because they're just so hicky But we'll start off with the big one. And the most recent one, which is Christmas Day, which is on the 25th of December every year. So in terms of Christmas sales, it was a bit peak. It was a a bit peak. So if you look at high street bands and a recent um, springboard, they estimate that the number of shoppers that pass through shop shop doors will fall by um, 4.2% over the Christmas period. There's certain factors linked into this. Obviously, people may have less money than they did in previous years or decades, but one of the main, main factors is online. Now you've got Amazon, now you've got ASOS. You can get clothes, shoes, jewellery, books, games, toys, cutlery, whatever it may be, delivered to, to your door the next day and you don't even have to move. Well, we move your fingers, but you'd have to leave whatever. You could do it on your phone, iPad. I mean, tablet. Sorry, computer. Very, very easy and significant. Springboard Marketing and Insights Director Diane Well warned shoppers are getting immune to discounts. They aren't content with ten percent off. They want twenty or thirty percent, and that's dangerous for retailers. So I'm even sure that many of the listeners have had these have had similar discussions with their friends as i've seen on social media especially around um, black friday they're like you can't come to me telling me sell with big red letters when i jump on the jump jump online and i'm seeing 10 percent. that's not 10 percent, because often we've seen stuff like if we're using a, a new brand for the first time online they will give you 10 percent off your next purchase anyway or there's always like a 10 15 discount code flying about so a uh, 10 isn't a discount and We've seen with Black Friday, more and more news have come out where brands are, in fact, raising their prices weeks before Black Friday just just to drop them down again, which is mad cheeky. But that's the game. There have been Warner's and in slumps in sales for leader brands such as Primark, Ted Baker, and John Lewis. Costs, has, costs has, as I said, costs have pushed up the rise in living wage and the apprenticeship levy, rise in rent, and logistical costs like warehouses, like warehouses and shipping. So costs of business are going up, but <coughs> they're not really recouping on sales, which, not, which is very, very bad for retailers. There have been some retailers starting sales in, des- in the beginning of December, and that's a real sign of stress. Man, are starting the sales early doors, because Black Friday was, what, mid to back end of November? So early doors sales are being slapped because they're trying to entice uh, consumers not only out of the house, but out of their pockets. Retailers are, are saying, let's promote more and more to get people back on the high street. It may even mean they're making a loss on some items, but they're hoping to use traditional in-store merchandising to get people to spend more once they're in the shops. We'll see how the data comes out. Um, much of the blame for the problems on the high street has been laid at the door, of course, of the online retailers. Around 80 percent of retail sales are now online, and with 9% are from pure online stores. So that's places like ASOS Amazon. The BDO High 6 Sales Tracker, which follows retail sales month by month, says that in-store sales in November were down 2.6% on last year, while online sales were 18% higher than last year. So you're seeing, so the in-store sales are are declining, where the online sales are booming. More and more um, brands uh, and businesses are upgrading their online platforms because they know that's where the market is heading. Or headed, to be honest. Experts have said the slump in um, sales is com- compared to previous years could be down to savvy shoppers waiting until Christmas Day to, to buy things. Because they know, yeah, once it hits Christmas Day and Boxing Day, things will fall even further. So you told the family, yo, dog, like, money's a bit tight, you get me? Like, the economy, Brexit. Like, I'll try, I'll get you a gift, just not now, you get me? So people buying gifts cheaper after the, after the, the holiday event, which was the 25th. So even if you look at web spending on Christmas Day, they like because hit the um, the landmark figure of one billion pounds, which and that was that would have been up from eight hundred ninety five million the previous year. Electronics be a popular buyer, so stuff like Amazon, you'll be getting loads and loads of stuff on Amazon. Okay, so let's talk about the typical spending on Christmas Day. On <coughs> Christmas, <coughs> excuse me. A typical household in the UK will spend over £2,000 each month. But in the run-up to Christmas, spending habits will change dramatically. A typical household will spend an extra £500, which is an extra 25%, in December. So that's quite a big strain on households. New events such as Black Friday scam, Cyber Monday, another scam, mean that we spend around the same in November as December. So... Now we're spending even more in two months. In the In the UK this month, we will collectively spend, this is according to, now it's according to Bank of England, sorry. We will collectively spend just under 400 and, just under 446,000 pounds every minute on, on presents alone, which is crazy. Well, <laughs> if you look at America, of course America is um, significantly bigger in size. They're spending like, 2.3 million dollars every minute on presents, which is insane. That's about 1,857... Um, no, 1, 1.8 million pounds, which is nuts. They are still the biggest average spenders. At other end of scale, Luxembourg, has more low-key approach to Christmas consumers and they're more in that stay-learned-build type of vibe. And it's funny because Luxembourg tends to be one of the more richer countries. They spend three thousand euros, which is completely different (coughs) to the big to the bigger spending of the Brits and the Americans. So, in terms of if you look at um, the cost that Americans spend, according to the National Retail Federation, yeah, Americans we spend more money on gifts in twenty eighteen than they did even the previous year. So, thirty three percent are expected to spend at least one thousand dollars on gifts, which is bonkers. I used to be one of those people that I've done told my family last year that that's a myth this year. A quarter of 22% expect to spend between $500 and $999, which is still a lot of money for an individual. 29% expect to spend between $100 and $499, which is still significant. And only 3% plan to spend less than $100. That's nuts, boy. So everybody's running up a check. However, 8% of stay say They'll spend nothing on, on gifts. Smart people so who who do you think the biggest spenders in Christmas are well of course it's going to be families with kids various polls show families with children under the age of 18 will spend anything from one thousand to two thousand seven hundred pounds in total which is insane and when you think about the average person's probably taking home under two thousand pounds um net after tax a month and that's how much you're spending on gifts that's crazy the uh, the those without dependent children spend less than half of that amount so obviously if you think got kids you ain't gonna have to be buying no i don't know frozen doll no new nintendo switch or new ps ps4 etc women top the spending spending for presents food and drink whereas men will part more of their cash on going out and little extras in fact 10 percent of uk households will put the entire cost of christmas on a credit card says go compare which is mad like you'll be paying off christmas spending for the next few months the highest seasonal spenders are aged between 30 and 60, spending £168.75 pence on average. And if you look at the 18 to 29-year-olds, hashtag millennials, they're the most likely to spend this opportunity to book holidays with additional Christmas spend rather than any other age range. So I'm sure you've seen on social media people getting excited for those <coughs> Christmas, New Year's Day sales and holidays, because that's why we're on, you know, a young trip to Thailand, hashtags, Instagram... All of that. That's what that's what we're on. So that's Christmas, which I think is the biggest jinnals ever because when you think about it, from like mid-November, lights are going up, trees are going up, decorations, presents, all this and that, and then it comes and all for a 24-hour period. I understand for big families, I understand for parents, it's a time when you, all your loved ones or your children might come back who've left, who fled the nest and stuff like that or you've got young kids that... You want to see happy and that's what they're competing at school. What did you get for gifts and all that type of stuff? But for me, somebody's some reason in my late 20s, I couldn't get for flying monkeys. So yeah, that's the economics of Christmas Then, So what is the next holiday on the list? Of course, within what, like a month, it will be Valentine's Day. I've always personally found Valentine's Day very amusing and it's like I've described it as like the Champions League final for for ladies on social media so so hilarious like I built Instagram and then people I know for a fact who done have definitely have no love interest no guy that they're interested in right now all of a sudden out of nowhere there's hella flowers fam and oh I'm such a lucky girl to receive this the Pink, the mini pink hearts emoji, maybe a flower emoji, maybe a young monkey eyes, closing eyes emoji. And I'm thinking, hold on. So what? So geese I sent this to you and you just slapped on the gram just so you could take part in the activities. Like, you don't even care about Don. You, don't, you Some of them might not know who he I find it hilarious. Or oh, some buy it for themselves, which is even worse. But the voice always found it quite intriguing why Valentine's Day is like a competition. And don't come and tell me. Actually, tweet, tweet a hashtag it if you don't believe it is and I'll happily debate with you, or I might not debate with you, but to me, don't Tell me otherwise, just go on social media, and it's just girls, girls upon girls upon girls posting, it's quite funny, anyway, so, if you look at uh, Valentine's Day, in, in terms of like, the, the e-commerce around it, so it's what, February the 14th, that's the day, which I was meant to be seeing her in concert, but she cancelled it, which I'm quite annoyed about, that had been a very, very nice evening, I don't celebrate about Valentine's Day, but, I'd have gone for that, because it's lit. Um, Valentine's Day gift spending. If you look at, at statista.com, the Valentine's Day gift spending from 2015 to 2018 has rose dramatically. In 2018, in the UK, um, in terms of Valentine's Day gift spending, it was around £460 million. And then you go to 2018, three years later, a whopping £650 million. So you're seeing an increase in Valentine's Day spending has gone dramatically. I don't like the UK economy has boomed dramatically since then, or we've got a lot more money. So that's quite interesting. We're making that decision to spend more than we usually do. And if you break it down in 2016, in terms of what <coughs> this is spent on, the majority of it is spent on food. So 287 pounds, 287 million. Um, 80 million is spent on flowers, which blows my mind because flowers definitely die within a certain period of time, but it is what it is. Certain might have hay fever or of flowers, but boy. um and fifty eight million on jewelry, which is which quite was quite surprising. I you didn't know, know people are really buying jewellery on Valentine's Day. I hope it's for their wives because that's just for a young date that's a very really nuts. And then if you're looking at more data in terms of attitudes, so there was a survey run in Sweden twenty six uh, for um twenty sixteen. That's quite interested. So it's looking at percentages between men and women who engage in this. So if you look at, in terms of buying gifts, um, men, 48% of men um, buy gifts compared to 40% of women. So to me, and to many of you, you shouldn't be surprised that a significant um, percentage of men, um, men significantly buy more gifts than women, percentage-wise. In terms of making a nice dinner at home, you probably guess this will be in the reverse and you'll be right. 32% of men will do this compared to 41% of women. In terms of like going out to eat at a restaurant, 29% of men compared to 18% of women, which is quite interesting. Um, I'll say maybe because men are more likely to have a partner than a woman, mm, I don't know. Maybe multiple partners. I shouldn't have from there. Um, by... The- <coughs> somebody else that's not your significant other gift so i'm assuming this is like like a mother or friend mother father or friend and so women are way more likely way more likely so nine percent of men will do this compared to 23 percent of women women probably might buy buy their mom a gift or one of their friends i hope um no she doesn't even go there either (laughs) and then when you look at attitudes in canada as of 2018 this was very interesting um Eighty-one percent of people responded that yes, women tend to be more spoiled on on Valentine's Day than men, which is pretty much evident. Valentine's Day is a day for women, like weddings. That's why men should rebel against both, but that's a story for another day. Men are less excited. Seventy-seven percent of respondents agreed with this. Um, in terms of people who expect to give on a significant offer, it was way down at thirty percent. So I thought it would be quite a lot higher than that. So I'm quite pleased with that. Hopefully, the number will reach zero percent one day. So, and in terms of people who celebrate Valentine's Day, regardless whether I got a man or whether I got a chick or not, is 22%, so a lot less. And I, I probably presume most of those are, are, are ladies. In terms of how the impact of like, Valentine's Day on social media, I was, I was looking at this quite an um, interesting um, study slash blog. Uh, so, it's looking at Facebook and the conversations and stuff like that are driven on Facebook, and it's broken down to gender. In terms of talking romance, I think that was the most. In terms of the, the Valentine's Day topic, the biggest percentage was was split into talking about romance, which is 44%. So, in terms of talking about romance on Facebook, these numbers will not surprise you. So, men aged between 18 and 34, 21% of them, it was 21%. Men aged between 35 and 54, 22%. Now, compared to women, it was 79% for those age between 18 and 34. So literally quadrupled the amount and 78% for those talk between the ages of 35 and 54. So basically what eight out of 10 um, women on Facebook between the ages of 18 and 54 were talking about um, romance compared to one in five of men between the ages of 18 and 54 talk about romance. So, 4 and 5 compared to 1 in 5. Big difference. So, if you look at people who are talking about their loved ones, it was literally the exact same. 1 in 4 for men, and 4 out of 5 for ladies. Now, if we're talking about hashtag date night, <coughs> again, no surprise in the data for me. Men, 20%. Men between the ages of 18 and 34 talking about date night on Facebook, 20%. So that's one in five, one in five men. And men between the ages of 35 and 54 talking about date night is 22%. So again, closer to one in five of men. Now if you look at women, women talking about date night between the ages of 18 and 34 is at 80%. And women talking about date night between the ages of 35 to 54, 79%. So again, Identical. Four out of five women will be talking about date night on Facebook compared to one in five men. And now we look at gifts. Oh, surprise, flipping, surprise. Um, the terms of men that will be talking about gifts on Facebook: 13% between the ages of 18 and 34, and 14% between the ages of 35 to 54. So you're looking at 13 that's that so take 100 guys 13 of them will be talking about gifts now women remember i said about on social media it become it's like the champions league day for ladies well this kind of backs out for me between the ages of 18 of women between the ages of 18 and 34 talking about gifts 83 percent women between the ages of 35 and 54 81 percent so again you're looking at eight out of ten ladies talking about gifts compared to one out of ten men and in terms of like what each people talk about millennials so that's that um, hashtag millennials 18 to 24 their most important their most significant and most talked about topic was actually anti-Valentine's Day which is quite funny so maybe there's hope for for the younger generation so yeah with those numbers you can see that men are less likely to care women are way more likely to care we're more likely to even involve external people outside of their love situation, if they even have one. But at the same time, there's still a big driving force in terms of spending behind it because you kind of have to if you're a guy, <laughs> unfortunately. Now, the final the final um, holiday, the hallmark holiday, we're going to be talking about Mother's Day and Father's Day. And I think Father's Day is like the third Sunday of June and I only know this because I saw it and I think Mother's Day is either May or March I can't remember, I think it might be March um, often you see that it seems that Mother's Day is significantly more important to society than Father's Day and some data might not agree but I want to explain what I feel on this day. so I was looking at a survey that polled 500 people who both have, they both have their mothers and fathers in their lives and they're both alive <laughs> or well, they both have a mother and father that are still currently alive. So, in terms of, and this is in the States, by the way, in terms of the average spend on gifts, there wasn't a significant difference at all. $75, um, $75.02 was spent on mom's gifts in 2018 compared to $74.13 she spent on dad's gifts, which was less than uh, a dollar. Mother's Day was generally perceived to be more important than Father's Day. So, if you're looking at people plan to spend gifts plan to get a gift for mum 91% of the respondents said they were compared to 86% of the respondents that said they're going to plan to get gifts for their dad and, it, and the main reason for both of the people who weren't planning was that not they either are not on good terms or or they or they just don't talk so they're either like like estranged or we don't talk and in terms of people being estranged from the fathers that was uh, not talk or not talking to them that was 39% compared to 23% from their mothers so obviously um, we hear a lot about the fathers but I feel like there's not much talk about how people kind of like fall out or not really talk to their parents to their mothers over years so that was high that was higher than I thought actually and then if you look in terms of the uh, in terms of percentage of people happy to eliminate um, father's Day and Mother's Day the vast majority of people said no they both they both should still stand but 13% were willing to were willing to eliminate Father's Day compared to 9% for Mother's Day now this will have you believe that okay cool they're both pretty fairly significant that was just that you're looking at day to day for people who both have mothers and fathers so it's a bit different when you look at the actual the, the actual spending across a whole economy so Let's take the UK, for example. According to global data, £700 million was spent on Father's Day in 2017. £1.4 billion was spent on Mother's Day, so double. That is a massive discrepancy. If you look at the... So, and, and this is the analysis they provided. With real wages declining, which this not listener's been there in, you have less disposable income. So if the amount of money you earn once you factor in inflation is actually going down or staying stagnant over the years and your costs are going up, you're having less money left over the pot to actually go and spend on stuff. So you're less likely to spend on days that don't mean as much to you. So let's say you had like loads and loads of money left over. You might, if your friend says, has an idea for a night out, you weren't really on it, but you got money in the bank. If it, if it, why not? Let me jump on the Uber and go. Or mm, I'm not really sure about these trainers, but all right, I might buy them. But when money's more tight, that decision-making becomes more stringent. Like, nights out that like you you're not really on, you won't go. Trainers or heels or you know, a dress that you don't really feel you're not going to buy, simply because money's tight. And that's the same thing holds for these Hallmark holidays. If you don't really value Father's Day as much as Mother's Day, when it comes to Father's Day, you're not really going to spend as much. And even the fact that Father's Day spent went up, more than the previous year, that's more that was mainly due to the increase in price rather than people wanting to get more significant gifts for their fathers. It was like, okay, cool, the price of this has gone, the price of a brick's gone up, we're to Gucci, but the actual products or what we're looking to spend hasn't gone up. It's just that we have to spend a bit more on what we would have spent on last year. So it's quite interesting how different uh, we view these days, and I think it's probably a lot of it is. Um, a lot of it's bit of biology. Obviously, that you'll be closer to your mom, and also a bit of socialization. Um, um, fathers and men are less likely to demand certain levels of like affection, especially in the gift and Men aren't as pressed as that as ladies are, and yeah, that's pretty much about it for on that topic for this week. Ah, uh, people, please don't. I know my listeners range from the age of eighteen to like mid phase. Don't spend unnecessary money on these Hallmark holidays. It's literally just one day they'll come and go. So Valentine's Day is coming, man. Them don't be pressured to spend something shorty. Let her, let her show her love for once. Yeah, Like, All right, cool. A new Yeezy's dropping. You're You're gonna, you gonna bang me a Yeezy or you're gonna get me a nice tie from Selfridges or a young Dio Sauvage? What's what new suit? You're gonna get me Arsenal tickets. What a new game. Like what's going on, B? You're gonna cook me a nice dinner like it's not everyday man Them you you see it and also don't you'd don't have to blow up the check on mother's day and father's day if you got the money and if your father and he's done stuff for you show some appreciation to him and, and of course you got to do the same for mothers but christmas day young people stop blowing up a check on christmas it is a scam a flipping scam mother's day and father's day i don't mind valentine's day christmas day scams yeah stop it but anyway make sure you use the hashtag i want to hear everybody's thoughts opinions uh any stats i might have missed out or just funny things you want to add anything just make sure you use the hashtag if you're listening to our podcast screenshot it slap on your info stories with the hashtag and tag me in there at thisonomics so i can show people that yeah man's got listeners um you could catch this on spotify as well so just search this on spotify apple podcast search it soundcloud search it Catch me on Twitter, underscore N-O-M-I-C-S. And on Instagram, Dishonomics. Thank you for listening. Until next week, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.